0: I've had two lucid dreams. The first one, a voice said to me, you have to ask the right question. That went really into me. Second dream, I was in a train. There was a landscape with a deep valley. In the valley was flowing a very slow, deep moving river. Then in the deep, I noticed a disturbance. A creature or something broke the surface of the river, and then plunged back into it. But there was a violence and a horrible intent about it, which I knew was directed at me. And I knew that I was going to have to face this creature. And I came to a decision not to turn and run or wake up. I'm going to face this, whatever it is that's coming at me. This creature had a human face, but much bigger eyes than a human being. And instead of a mouth and a nose, it had a razor-sharp bird's beak, which was pointed at me. Its body was the body of an ostrich. I looked down on the platform, the creature had gone, and on the platform was a red mask, a human mask. And as I looked at the mask, it started to disintegrate, and it collapsed and became nothing. Then I found myself standing in a sea of blue velvet, which was undulating into the distance. And I looked at my right arm and it was disintegrating into particles. And I realized that I was dying. And then I said to myself, do I really want to die now or shall I wake up? I decided to wake up. I feel this dream arose from a deeper place than the subconscious, from the unconscious, and it contained symbols which were telling me a lot. I had a sense of I that was very much connected to myself. But when I was standing in the blue velvet expanse, there was a different quality of the I. There was no fear. My question is, where is the transition between the who and the what? Between who am I, my sense of self, my ego, and the what of awareness, the I.
1: The creature, a level of you not connected to yourself or your life, that you haven't been reconciled to. It has all of the real power. Whereas the level of you that you're accustomed to as a self has all of the superficial power. It isn't real power, the powers of thought, and feeling, will, and emotion. You have bound yourself to your superficial powers, which separates you from the real, and you perceive the real as being exceedingly merciless and violent. It's because as you start to sense into that level of you, the power is so much greater than all of the powers in yourself. And this level of you has no relationship to these superficial powers. And any little movement of real power would wipe out your presence in all of your superficial powers. So from the perspective of yourself, it's merciless and violent. It's really
0: neither. Does it mean something that I faced it? Yes. Is it the unconscious telling me something? Does it arise from the collective unconscious?
1: Nothing. collective unconscious, but a level of you that you are unconscious of.
0: Me as awareness, not myself.
1: You as awareness are mostly used to just yourself, even though that represents the littlest of you.
0: So how should I look at this monster or beast? Why was the smaller self so terrified of this beast?
1: Because in your smaller self, you principally relate to power. The complication in that is that the powers in yourself are actual, but they're not real. So when they do face the real, they face being annihilated.
0: How do I act on that?
1: You already have. You shifted in your dream from drawing a conclusion formulated in yourself to just lightly stopping and listening. You were listening to something else within than what you were used to. That different kind of listening within was very lightly a fundamental shift. Hence, the red mask on the ground. It had come off of your face, identified in All of your face is the base of your experience as a self through which you've built your whole sense of reality. All seen through the lens of yourself. All seen through the superficial, not real, but actual powers of yourself. And these powers cannot see anything else.
0: When I have moments of silence or stillness internally, then there is a sense of moving deeper than the sensory world and a deeper sense of time. When I'm in that space, it feels that I'm entering a deeper kind of mind which has its own force or its own movement is that an illusion on my part no so what is the mind that i'm touching there when i can relax from my normal sensory experience of the world
1: spirit level of mind touching into the true
0: origin of mind How can I retain that, when I choose to be immersed in my senses and my sensory experience?
1: That separates you from it.
0: How do I include the world and the deeper world?
1: It is from what you are sensing within, not the senses themselves, that determines the level of sensory perception that you'll experience.
0: So when I'm sensing from within, the world looks different.
1: As is your experience of
0: time different. The world is such a powerful attraction to awareness.
1: Only to needy awareness, but Mm. not to relaxed awareness. Needy awareness is already sold out.
0: So it's possible to be in the world, but not in it at the same time
1: really in it in all of it without being any of it that's the great huge question it's real power present and moving in the midst of all superficial power the powers are not the same
0: And this question came up, the possibility of having a self but not being in ownership of it. And that, for me, is a really beautifully subtle difference. And very difficult for awareness to know that completely.
1: For needy awareness? What awareness? Needy. I
0: love that, yeah. I'm a very needy person.
1: But not for relaxed awareness. This creature, this Mm -hmm. representation of a level of you that you're unconscious of in yourself isn't of the collective unconscious.
0: What is the difference between the collective unconscious and my unconscious?
1: Between the collective unconscious and that level of you that's... Deeper than anything to do with the psyche is the level of the unconscious that isn't connected
0: to the collective or the personal. So is there a collective unconscious? Yes. How does that work in relation to the architecture of the psyche and deeper than the psyche? What is the collective unconscious?
1: It's the unseen collective engineering of the whole self-psyche structure on which all of your experience is based. You can't really get into the dismantling of the collective unconscious in you without your personal subconscious and unconscious
0: coming apart. What you're saying is there's no species mind.
1: There is the species deep mind, which controls the species Subconscious mind, which controls the species conscious mind.
0: Does the species mind evolve? Does it have an evolution of its own? Yes. Do the changes arise first in the species mind?
1: No. It arises first in the spirit level of mind, which for the self-mind is both terrifying and
0: alluring. We've changed my view of this beast. There is something alluring in it. The eye of awareness moves into death. Does one have to be conscious in that movement? Yes. So if one's given drugs and stuff which knock you out, then that's not a good thing. It has
1: out of control measures of goodness. There's goodness in it. In the drugs? In its effect. That is not in the control of the gentleness
0: of humanness. Is there, through the death process, a continuation of awareness, which is conscious awareness? It showed in the creature.
1: The strange, powerful bird creature had in it a human face human awareness, razor-sharp beak, the kind of sharpness that is really able to distinguish what to cut through and what to not cut. Extreme precision. And with such a beak precision, sharpness is the same level of seeing. To work together. It's an entry level of spirit. It doesn't mess in its movement in knowledge, but it lacks ability.
0: What lacks ability?
1: This creature's movement in it spirit. It's a a bird, which is of the air, but it's grounded. It doesn't have the ability of moving into all of the levels of spirit, but it has spirit power, spirit precision in knowledge, and spirit precision in seeing. of formidable to the self real power
0: it arises in form as a symbol to me but does spirit itself have form and no form how do I use this symbol to connect with aspects of power which I know nothing about
1: that you really do know something about
0: appeared as an image or a metaphor.
1: Yes, but there's a reason for its appearance. It's because in your stillness as awareness, which frees you of all of the levels of awareness that are actual but not real, you just begin to have some real presence in and as this level of you that your self-awareness is unconscious of. And as you're relaxed into that, rested into that, you know so differently, you see so differently. And your accustomed mind isn't able to stand up to that stops.
0: Remember you said, awareness has the ability to be absolutely still. But if the self is unconscious of it, what I don't understand really is too subtle for me.
1: If awareness so can't subtle. be conscious of without being conscious as. But it can be in an artificial version of that through the mind, through the self-mind. It gives you the ability, cognitively, to be aware of profound reality, even if you're not being it, just by virtue of having experienced it, and that you're able to have presence in the memory of that, which makes you believe in that memory, in the cognitive awareness of that, that you're connected to it and that the connection is real. That connection is artificial. The only real connectivity is to what measure you're being it. That requires the stillness of awareness. You being still of yourself. Which means you relaxed into unknown levels of you that are not in control of your cognitive awareness. It can't have your cognitive awareness without you being without your cognitive awareness, not reliant on it, not needing it. By virtue of experience, you have cognitive awareness of these unknown levels of you, which gives you the false impression of having something. All it means is that this information is now consciously, cognitively, in your library. The information in your library doesn't make it yours.
0: So in the state of being it, there is no cognitive awareness of it in the mind. You're just being it.
1: First, You're just being it. And that level of beingness seeps into cognitive awareness, which is what gives you understanding.
0: How do I stop myself owning it? Honestly. And instantaneously.
1: If it's sincere... It's instant.
0: When you said that we can be given to subtlety in knowledge, and that is quite different to having a library. To be given to that, that's something quite different, isn't it? To be
1: intimately given. Intimately given. It is in all of your blood. There's nowhere in your body that it doesn't reach.